Hi and welcome to the We Are Zion Sermon Podcast. We are a local church based here in Chennai, India. We are so glad you are here and our hope is that this will encourage, inspire and instill fresh faith in you. We begin our new series on the Holy Spirit called Ruach, the breath of God. Pastor Geshom shares with us on how the Holy Spirit is the source of all inspiration. Can we ask God to speak to us today? and to give us fresh inspiration for our everyday lives. Hi church, it's such a joy and a privilege to be bringing God's word to you. Even as we are on continued lockdown, even as we are uh in the middle of this second wave, even as uh every week, in fact every day as we keep hearing the news, as we keep hearing of a lot of uncertainty, as we um as parents, as we as people, as we as grandparents, as we as people who are working have so many fears that are mounting up each and every day the fear is just not on us about ourselves the fear is just not about uh, our parents the fear is just not about our kids the fear is kind of becoming more and more even into what our future might be and in the midst of all this there is a lot of uncertainty today even as we just finished uh, an entire series we're entering into a new series and even as we uh, take some time i would just ask us to uh, invite the holy spirit right now into our midst right now into our living spaces into uh, whichever place that we are seated in right now listening to this that we would invite him and my prayer is that even as we start this brand new series that he'll start ministering to each and every one of us whatever day whatever time that you're listening this that he would start doing something in our lives and we've titled this entire new series as ruach which means the holy spirit in fact as we take some time over the next couple of weeks we don't know what the series has in store but i uh, i'm so confident that the holy spirit is going to do something new in our lives I don't know how many of you have realized but even as we believe in Jesus even as we read God's word even as we you know uh, gather on a Sunday and listen to God's word even as we meet midweek and you know text one another and pray for one another in the midst of all that there's something that uh, we need within ourselves every day in fact every minute every hour and for me personally over the last couple of weeks I've been um physically I felt physically drained but there's one thing that the holy spirit has been doing time and again is that he's been refreshing me he's been refreshing me and I and today even as we uh were starting to prepare the series I was reminded of the passage where Jesus was actually talking to his disciples and he was telling hey I'm not going to be here you know till the end of your life with you physically my time here on this earth is going to come to an end my purpose here is coming to an end i'm going to come here i'm going to you know lay my life down i'm going to die i'm going to resurrect but i am sending someone who will be with you through the end of age and that someone is so important because it's a promise which jesus has left with us and he just didn't leave with his disciples then but he's also left that person with us and today that person is no one other than the holy spirit and we call him into our own lives we have to invite him into our lives 
And it happens only when we acknowledge Jesus is the true and living God. I just want us to go into John chapter 14 and read what Jesus has to say. John 14 verse 15 to 19 goes on to say like this. Loving me empowers you to obey my commands. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another Savior, the Holy Spirit of truth, who will be to you a friend just like me. And he will never leave you. The world won't receive him because they can't see him or know him. But you know him intimately because he remains within you and will live inside you. I promise that I will never leave you helpless or abandon you as orphans. I will come back to you. Soon I will leave this world and they will see me no longer. But you will see me because I will live again and you will come alive too. Even as we read this, this is the Passion Translation and it says here, he is leaving with us another savior. You know, and even as you, as you cross-reference it across different other um, translations, it says he's a comforter, he's an encourager, you know, he's, uh, he's, a, uh, he's a judge. In fact, that's what uh, the word says, it's, it's parakletos, which means that he's this advocate who's with us, he'll stand with us, because no longer will we feel condemned, but he kind of like reminds us of who we are in Christ, and whatever journey we are in, if we've decided to follow Jesus, his constant um, presence is going to be with us and he's going to stand on behalf of us. That's the assurance that we have. But even as uh, we dwell on, on who this Holy Spirit is, we're going to see that he's just not a comforter. He's just not an encourager. He's just not a helper. But he's also this all-encompassing. He is our Savior. I'm just going to read that same verse again from the Amplified Version and it goes on to say verse 16. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper, another comforter, another advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby to be with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive and take to its heart because it does not see him or know him. But you know him because the Holy Spirit remains with you continually and will be with you. So church today. I want us to start off knowing that Jesus, when he came into this world, he came to save us. But after he came to save us, he's, you know, he just didn't leave us alone. And even as we prepare our hearts this entire week, even as we do this introductory sermon today, our heart is for the following week that's coming. That even if you haven't experienced the Holy Spirit, I would ask that if you would all just thirst for him this week. This coming week, if each and every time that you pray, each and every time that you read the word, would you thirst for him more? For those of you who already experienced the infilling of the Holy Spirit, I would ask for you that you would wait on him more so that you will be, you know, he'll be refreshing to you again. He'll come in again and refresh you. I don't know how many of you uh, realize that, you know, with this whole second wave taking a toll over our nation, you know, every day when you open the news, you know, you read God's word and then you see the news. Okay, you believe. But the next day, again, when you see the news, you're scared. There's some, and we constantly are getting bombarded day and day by what's happening around. It's not easy. Too many of our friends are in their sick beds. Too many of our family and friends are in ICUs. We've lost many of the faith. Many in our country are dying, irrespective of who they worship. It is taking a toll. But if we have to press on, if we have to move forward, 
we need to understand that we need the Holy Spirit. So even as we believe in our Christian faith, we believe in a triune God. We believe in God the Father and He is God. We believe in Jesus Christ and He is God. We believe in the Holy Spirit and He is God. And I want to tell you that our understanding is that when we invite Jesus into our lives, when we make him Lord and Savior, it's that Holy Spirit who walks with us day in and day out. It's that unseen host in our every present meal. A lot of us have had that, you know, verse stuck in our homes. A lot of us, he's that person who's with us in every conversation. If you're alone in the room listening to a sermon right now, he is with you. If you're quietly struggling through a sickness, which you're scared to tell to anyone because you're embarrassed, he knows it and he's journeying along with you. You know, you might be thinking, uh, is the Holy Spirit only with people who, you know, are perfect, who are, you know, who've got everything right? No, he is with the broken. He is there when there is chaos. You know, some of us kind of like just realize, okay, the Holy Spirit is just mentioned in the book of Acts. You know, his presence is made known in the book of Acts. No, he was there even before creation. And I want us to read from Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. It goes on to say, The earth was formless and void, or a waste and emptiness, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, primeval ocean that covered the unformed earth. The Spirit of God was moving, hovering, brooding, over the face of the waters. It's interesting, you know, that the Spirit of God was moving when there was emptiness, when there was formless, when there was void, when there was darkness, when there was nothing, the Spirit of God was moving. And so today, if you feel that you have something, some area in your life where you think it's just wasted, some area in your life where it's just empty, some area in your life which is just formless. The Holy Spirit is still close by you, waiting to allow you so that he'll be able to work in and through. In fact, if you go on to read um, Genesis chapter 1 verse 3, that's where God gives the command. And he said, let there be light and there was light. God's willing to do something in your life if you will allow. If you will acknowledge you know, many a times we forget to acknowledge that we have an empty area in our life, which we uh, just try avoiding. We sweep it under the rug and we say, God, I don't want you to see this. Today, what is it that you still feel empty about? You know, many of us, sometimes we feel, you know, if I get this, if, they, if I get the latest uh, Apple Watch, if I get the latest phone, or if I get this latest TV, or the latest of latest of anything, I might be happy. But you soon realize the minute it walks into your house, the minute it's set up, that's it. You've lost that. Uh, you again go back to that zone of feeling empty. I don't know how many of you, you might feel like you have everything, but you still feel empty. For some of us, you know, the very fact that we see so much of people suffering around will cause us to have a void. You know, we'll feel numb. But we as Christians shouldn't be feeling numb. We should be feeling, you know, overjoyed and strengthened every day. His mercies are new every morning. It, the psalmist goes on to say, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. They are new every morning. Every morning when we wake up, he is still God. And so today I would ask you, church, if you would allow the Holy Spirit to come into each and every crevice, 
You know, the interesting thing is when we say uh, the Holy Spirit is there with us, just imagine, okay, he's there with us physically. You know, he he is there in this room. He's also there uh, within me. It says that the my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I mean, if he's within me, he knows my thought. He knows my intentions. He, he knows me inside out. And so if there's one uh, place where I feel safe, where I feel secure, where I feel, you know, this is my safety net where I can just share, it's in my own self where I can tell Holy Spirit, you know me inside out. Come and do and come and have your way within me. And so church today, the one thing I would ask is whatever area you have, can we allow the God of all creation to speak life, to speak light, to speak form into any area of our life which we've been lacking? Today, I don't know, it could be probably, you know, some form of an abandonment issue that we might be facing. Some for, for us, some of us, our marriages might be crumbling within. For some of us, we might, you know, our jobs just might seem dead end. For some of us, raising our kids, we're just worried, crippled by worry. For some of us, just the environment we've built around, we suddenly feel it's so fake. There's nothing real. The Holy Spirit is there with us. If you will acknowledge Jesus as Lord and Savior, and you ask him, Jesus, I want the Holy Spirit, this constant Savior that you've promised, this comforter, this healer to come into me and to minister in and through me, he'll start showing things in a way different light than what we've ever seen before. And so even as we start the series, I just want to set the context and that even as we walk into the series in the next couple of weeks, I want us to have this deep desire that we want, Lord, saying, Lord, I want you to fill me. I want you to be, you know, I want you to come into my life and invade me so that you have every control in my life, Lord Jesus. We thank you. And I pray even right now that we will take that step in the quietness of our homes, in the places that we are, just by ourselves, can we just utter that prayer and ask, Holy Spirit, please come into my life. And he's willing to come in. And even as we start this new series, I want us to see today this Ruach, this Holy Spirit, the breath of God. I want us to see him as our inspiration. And today, if I had to ask you, you know, we... Um, what inspires us? We all have so many different stories to say that, you know, I saw this person and he inspired me. For me, it's uh, it's been so many people in different areas of my life. You know, in fact, uh, just one of my, uh, even just this last week back, we lost uh, a dear musician friend, uncle, you know, and uh, he was an amazing musician. More than anything, he was the most secure musician. He was the most humble. At the same time, he never, you know, boasted about what he could do. But when he played, you know, I've been watching him from 99. I still remember watching him uh, on video cassettes play. And just to know that he's no more because of COVID, it's, it's heartbreaking. But he was an inspiration. Each of us have some form of an inspiration when it comes to leadership, when it comes to, you know, sports, when it comes to any area in our life, we have some form of an inspiration. But here, I would ask us to look at today in the word of God, is the Holy Spirit our divine inspiration? 
because today he can inspire us beyond what our minds can understand beyond what our eyes can see into the future and i would ask us if we can open our eyes so and open our hearts that we allow him to inspire us today and uh, even before we go into the uh, into the next uh, uh, bible verse i just want us to look at what the meaning of inspiration and this is based on what uh, a dictionary says what inspiration is the first one is inspiration is to fill someone with the urge or the ability to do or feel something especially to do something creative and the second thing is inspiration is typically you breathe in you inhale this is what the dictionary says what's inspiration but even as i was preparing i was inspired by the holy spirit and the holy spirit reminded me that if i am inspiring you i will give you the ability to take the next step i will inspire you to take the next step i'll give you the strength to take the next step and today lot of us lack inspiration lot of us lack divine inspiration i wouldn't say worldly inspiration worldly inspiration you can find it some way or the other but we lack divine inspiration because when life throws us those tough turns we kind of like give up on our faith we kind of like question god god why is this happening to me and i want us to look into this passage in fact when you look from the old testament you see the first evidence of the spirit of god resting on someone and that's none other than joseph a lot of us know the story of joseph but even as we look into his life and see what was the spirit of god actually doing in his life what did it enable him to do let's look into that let's read from genesis chapter 41 verses 14 to 16 so pharaoh sent joseph and he was quickly brought from the dungeon when he had shaved and changed his clothes he came before pharaoh pharaoh said to joseph i had a dream and no one can interpret it but i have heard it said of you that when you hear a dream you can interpret it I cannot do it Joseph replied to Pharaoh but God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires So for a lot of you who are not familiar with Joseph's story a back story to it is he's born to Jacob and he is the 11th in the family and then his brothers despise him because he had these dreams they thought that he was the most favored child and his dad to you know rub it into his all his other brothers had given him this beautiful coat he goes on to find his brothers who are tending sheep far away out of jealousy they sell him off and after they sell him off he uh, gets bought by this egyptian uh, official of high ranking office and he's in potiphar's house where he finds favor in fact god's favor is upon him and he starts managing the house and potiphar goes on to give him everything in the house to manage except his wife you know and so there we see that the wife kind of like takes a turn and a liking towards joseph and there he flees from it he's wrongly accused he's put into jail and there again the favor of god is on his life and the more i look upon the favor of god it's the spirit of god that's resting upon him through and through cause here's the beautiful thing that happens in jail he's overseeing the jail and if you look at this it's interesting joseph is starting to show a lot of managerial skills he managed potiphar's house well he's managing the jail really well and so what happens is there's a time when the king's cupbearer chief cupbearer and the chief baker are put into prison and during the night uh, they have this vision they have this dream and as they meet joseph 
they are troubled and Joseph asks what wrong and he says you know they they said we had this dream and he says it is god who interprets dreams and it's interesting that when joseph who is who is so filled with god he has a special anointing over him he knows who his god is and in fact what he says is he gives de- he always pushes back all the glory he says god is the one who will interpret dreams god is the one who will you know show us what the dreams tell and so in fact the both of them interpret uh, tell their dreams to joseph and he interprets it the chief cupbearer goes back to work in the pharaoh's uh, court whereas the chief baker is killed and in this is where uh, we see at the end of it he joseph says a beautiful line to the chief cupbearer please remember me when you go out and even as this chapter starts it's been 2 years since that incident happened when the pharaoh has his dream and so it's interesting that joseph was able to acknowledge and that holy spirit was upon his life and that kind of like sustained him through these 2 years and he was able to do even though he was in the uh, in jail even though he was under trying circumstances he still could do what he was called to do and we see here when pharaoh has a dream the chief cupbearer is uh, brings to remembrance that there is this guy called joseph who interpret and when joseph comes to the pharaoh he tells him you know it's not me it's god and this is the beautiful thing about being divinely inspired by the holy spirit is the fact that every time the holy spirit does something in and through us people will see it but we need to direct that glory back to god because it's not out of our strength it's not out of our ability but it's because of this divine inspiration that we received from the holy spirit moving down following verses genesis chapter 41 verses 33 to 40 and uh, in fact this is where pharaoh has his dream and the dream is basically where he has seven healthy cows that come out and they are fat and they are like you know eating um the uh, eating on the fields and then seven ugly cows come and they uh, take over these seven fat cows and they eat them the same thing is he has, he sees a field where there are seven years of plenty of harvest and then suddenly these weeds grow and then there's just all of that is just being barren and so joseph goes on to tell uh, pharaoh what this interpretation is and as he is interpreting the pharaoh in fact is telling that the spirit of god is resting upon joseph and i'm going to read that particular verse it goes on to say in verse 33 and now let pharaoh look for a discerning and wise man and put him in charge of the land of egypt let pharaoh appoint commissioners over the land to take a fifth of the harvest of egypt during the seven years of abundance then they should collect all the food of these good years and are coming and store up in the grain under the authority of pharaoh to be kept in the cities for food this food should be used during the seven years of famine that will come upon egypt so that the country may not be ruined by famine the plan seemed good to pharaoh and to all his officials so pharaoh asked them can we find anyone with this man one in whom is the spirit of god I'm reading it again one in whom is the spirit of god the pharaoh said to joseph since god has made all this known to you there is no one so discerning and wise as you you shall be in charge of my palace and all the people are to submit to your orders only with respect to the throne will i be greater than you 
So church today, I want us to be encouraged that when we seek the face of Jesus and when we receive this Ruach, this Holy Spirit into our lives, he is going to give us this ability to do in our season. He's going to give us the ability to step into our seasons in boldness, step into our seasons in knowing that he is with us. And whatever the outcome is, we will still be able to be able to do whatever we can because of his guidance and his strength. It's interesting that, you know, we see here that Pharaoh is testifying that the spirit of God is upon Joseph. That's what is going to happen in the days to come when we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. Today, if you're stuck in a dead-end place, my prayer is that the Holy Spirit will come into your life and you will have that strength to press on. Joseph pressed on. In Potiphar's house, he pressed on. Not just when things were good, when he was wrongfully blamed and thrown in prison, he still pressed on. He knew there was a God above who was watching. In fact, the Spirit of God was resting upon him. He found favor there. And in that, just imagine that in, a, in, in my timeline, if I had to see, I would have been you know, thinking, okay, should I send a memo out to the chief cupbearer saying, hey, I interpreted your dream. Can you put in a word so that I'll be set free? I would have done, I, I could have sent a text message or I would have figured, I would have you know, told someone or the other to get the attention of the chief cupbearer. But here, Joseph was able to wait for two years. And that's because that same spirit of God that Pharaoh saw was already inside of him, which gave him a bigger purpose in the tough season of just being where God had laid him to be. And so today, we are in a season which might just seem so mundane. Much, must, must, it might just seem like we are in the same road, the same place. You know, you open the window every day morning. It's the same thing that you see. But the Holy Spirit is there to refresh you every day. Today, we need that ability to take that next step. And we need that Ruach, that Holy Spirit, that fresh, the freshness that he brings into our lives so that we'll be able to see every day as a day one of purpose. There's not even a single day that's wasted if we have Jesus over our lives. If the Holy Spirit is within us, no day is wasted. Church, today, what is it that God's asking you to do? If for those of you who are already on the journey with the Holy Spirit, He's really convicting you of something. You can't just put a full stop and say, this is the dead. This is me. This is where I'm going to stand, Lord. No. God's asking you, I'm going to give you the strength to stand up, giving you the ability to take the next step in boldness. And it's interesting that I'm not drawing a reference from the New Testament. I'm drawing a reference from the Old Testament. A time and age when they all just knew who the God of Israel was. In fact, for Joseph, the God of Israel was his own. There was the God of his dad. It was the God of his granddad, the God of his great granddad. That's all the reference. Today, the Holy Spirit to us is far more bigger. We have so many people who are testifying about his goodness, his faithfulness. Especially now in the season when so many of them are grieving. It's People of the faith who have so much hope knowing where their loved one is. And still God is going to use all of that to change so many things around. He's going to bring so much of good out of all that's happening. If you're willing to take the next step. And so today I would ask you, would you allow the Holy Spirit to give you, to inspire you? So that you'll be able to do what he's calling you to do. Able to take that next step. Able to, you know, pick yourself up from whatever situation you're in. 
so that when god starts working in and through you people be like wow how are you doing this in spite of all that happened how are you still testifying in spite of all that's happened how are you still having so much peace in spite of all that's happening how are you still glowing how is it that your face is so radiant and all you can say is it's only because of god it's only because of god because he's going to give you that the holy spirit is going to you know calm your spirit he's going to calm your spirit in the time when everything around is so turbulent and he's going to give you focus so that you'll be able to see what he wants you to see the second thing that i want us to uh, look into uh, what this divine inspiration of this ruach this breath of god brings into our life is that he gives us the ability to breathe you know breathe in uh it's interesting you know inspire is basically it's just not your um, uh it's not something that's happening externally it's actually something to do within yourself in spirit it's literally like that it's when, so when you breathe in so literally when you're breathing in you have to breathe out something so what is it you're breathing out it's interesting that many a times we look to the word of god and we sometimes doubt the word of god and i i i want us to understand that today end to end from the book first book of genesis to the last chapter of revelation everything is being inspired by the holy spirit everything is being inspired by the holy spirit it's interesting i just um did an entire um bible plan of the entire first five books jesus in the first five books in the pentateuch and it was amazing to see how every chapter there is an expression of jesus in it and so church today i the when you have the holy spirit within you one thing that you'll breathe out is doubt and one thing that you'll breathe in is faith one thing that you'll breathe out when you trust the holy spirit and you read his word is that all the lies the enemy is telling you you'll start breathing out and you'll start breathing in all the promises and all that god's telling you to be and today the validity of the scripture you might think you know what it's written by so many people no but it was divinely inspired by the holy spirit just imagine 2000 odd years since when these scriptures have been written and still it has life today still around the world thousands are opening their bibles on a sunday are listening to god's word preach are seeing miracles happen are seeing things change around it's because this gospel this book this entire book of the bible is alive today and i want us to look at two references because we need to understand that if we are going to be inspired by the holy spirit we have to breathe out every doubt everything that the world is throwing at us every comment that they are trying to everything every um, notion that they are trying to pass and say you know this is not valid in the bible no we have to breathe it out and say this is what the bible says and i believe wholeheartedly let's read from 2 peter chapter 2 verse 19 to 21 this is where peter is telling the people because they are starting to have this doubt of all these letters that are getting passed around across the early churches how do we believe and here's what he goes on to say and i'm reading from the passion translation and it says verse 19 and so we have been given the prophetic word the written message of the prophets made more reliable and fully validated by the confirming voice of god on the mount of transfiguration 
Peter was present there and you will continue to do well if you stay focused on it. For this prophetic message is like a piercing light shining in a gloomy place until the dawning of a new day when the morning star rises in your hearts. You must understand this at the outset. Interpretation of scriptural prophecy requires the Holy Spirit for it does not originate from someone's own imagination. No true prophecy comes from human initiative but is inspired by the moving of the Holy Spirit upon those who spoke the message that came from God. What Peter is telling here is, it's just not, you know, just because I'm the, you know, I'm one of the 12, I've just not written this out of whatever I know, but it's being divinely inspired by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who's crafting all this. I'm reading the same uh, last two verses from uh, using uh, the NLT translation. It goes on to say, verse 20 onwards, Above all, you must realize that no prophecy in scripture ever came from a prophet's own understanding or from human initiative. No, those prophets were moved by the Holy Spirit and they spoke from God. As you read the Old Testament, you're going to read time and again of so many prophets speaking over the nation of Israel, speaking over of a savior who's coming, speaking over what is going to happen in this land, in this earth that we're living in. And they just didn't speak it out of their imagination. They didn't just, you know, find the sweet spot. They didn't have this playlist running around them and they just didn't pen down some prophecy. No, they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Paul goes on to say, in fact, two of the big contributors in the New Testament are validating that this scripture that we read every day, this message that the, we try to derive from the Bible is all God breath, is having the Holy Spirit in it. 2 Timothy was 3 verse 16 goes on to say, God has transmitted his very substance into every situation, for it is God breathed. It will empower you by its instruction and correction giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you deeper into the path of godliness. Today, church, I want us to understand if you have someone coming and telling you, you know what, just read the New Testament or just read the Psalm or just read the Proverbs, it's enough. No, you need to read the entire Bible from cover to cover. And there's a reason why I'm telling you that. Because you get to see this beautiful God who wanted to create this world and have this relationship. But we as human beings, because we have this gift of choice of what we can choose, we messed it up. And the Old Testament is reminding us time and again of man's failing when it comes to choosing wrong. We chose, you know, death. We chose into what our uh, what what you know what gives us pleasure for our bodies what you know craves our desires that's what we gave into and we've seen what happens when we you know fail to follow god we see so many miracles happen yet we choose not to believe him and it's in that old testament where you know we are, we have we have been uh, captured by our enemies we are in slavery we are literally under different kingdoms but there's hope in that distress, in those times of trouble, we've seen prophets cry out and we've seen them prophesy about a savior who's coming, who will just not save us from the shackles of slavery, but will save us from sin 
and we'll be able to have this relationship and when we read that in the old testament and we come into the new testament we see jesus in all his glory this redemption this gospel that we get to receive and when we receive this gospel is just not a half gospel it's a full gospel because when jesus as i said in the beginning when he came he just didn't come save he didn't just die on the cross but then he said i'm leaving a helper and he left the holy spirit with us and today even as we read through the new testament we see you know what it is to live amongst believers but we also see it's a constant battle every day of what our choices can drive us to so today church i want us to remember that when we read the bible let us read from cover to cover so that the holy spirit will be able to impart in us his deep mysteries you know the beautiful thing about the holy spirit is the more you ask the more he'll reveal the little you ask the little he'll reveal you know it's interesting uh, my youngest you know uh, he um, it's it's uh, i know uh, he probably thinks he's cute but he'll have this way of coming into the room he'll just come and lie on the bed next to me and he'll you know just talk something casual he'll just say you know what uh, you know this 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 he'll be saying but i know he's going to ask something and it's interesting the more i delay the more he'll justify about what he wants so badly he'll try it try try till he can get it and it's in, and even as i was just uh, watching him doing that i just realized and i said god you know what many a times when it comes to you i just like ask like you know what god please come through and then i'm just doing about my own thing i'm i i know that you're the only plan and the only solution lord but then i the, i'm not i'm not willing to wait i'm not willing to breathe out all my uncertainties i'm not willing to breathe out all my faithlessness i'm not willing to breathe out all my doubts and breathe in everything that you have to say no i'm i'm trying to mix and match i'm trying to just take short breaths and then you know not exhale anything out today the holy spirit wants to come into your life so will you allow as you breathe in as you take him in as you allow him into your life as you read the word daily as you allow that to enter in you're going to see so many things in your life which you intentionally have to push out even as i was um preparing i was reminded of as i said inspired when the holy spirit inspires you you're going to see so many things happen which are going to be so different in fact i'm touched personally by the story of john wycliffe and i think i've shared this earlier but i i when i think about inspiration i am inspired because today if we all get to hold a bible today if we all get to read a bible in english it's because of this one man called john wycliffe he decided you know what the bible is for everyone and there's something about the holy spirit that inspired him to do that there are sections of the bible that he personally translated and then his followers went on to complete the entire bible but the but when you look at his life the hate the trial the struggle that he had to go through because there were so many people acting against him for not wanting to do that because the minute they do that they knew people's eyes will be opened they knew that the minute the word of god is in people's hands the word of god will bring life will bring discernment will bring clarity will bring you know understanding 
and they will be able to believe in god and they wouldn't need other people teaching them what to do so you can see that when he died the authorities were so upset that they actually exhumed his body they burnt his body on the river bank of river swift but it's interesting you know uh, this particular person who's written the story says the river swift is in fact just a tiny river but that at the mouth of that river it runs into another bigger river and that bigger river runs into a bigger river which runs across the whole of united kingdom and from there it just spreads and they say that's what happened to this person who was inspired to translate the bible in fact they went on to set up the wycliffe foundation and from then on we've seen the bible being translated into so many languages literally thousands and church i want to tell you that if god can do that through one person he wants so many things to be done in and through our lives he's just not going to inspire us you know so that okay in our minds understanding we might be thinking inspire us to probably build the next possible app that will be earth shattering i don't think so what he might want to do sometimes in your life would be you know change the course that was you know with regard to your generation probably set you on a new course where you're not breathing in things that your old generation believed but you're breathing in the life-giving word that he's giving you so that you'll be able to change the direction of your future generation of what they'll believe what they'll carry forward so church today if there's one thing that i want us to take from this is the fact that we all need the holy spirit we all need the holy spirit every day every minute every hour we need him in our conversations even as we go into the series we're going to see how he operates in and through us and i want you all to be encouraged that he's just not the god of the new testament he's the god of the entire bible read it for what it is and believe ask him to show you his truth he'll show it his scripture comes alive i love the fact that the words are being inspired just imagine a fisherman being inspired by the holy spirit is able to talk with boldness is able to write Paul who so learned is able to actually write by being inspired by the holy spirit so many letters to encourage Moses is being inspired to write everything from the time everything was created till the time he could close his eyes time and time when you read the psalm when you read the proverbs you get to see divine inspiration that god had rested upon his children and they have brought across so many things which our minds can't even understand but we need the holy spirit and he's willing to do that and so today even as we are inspired by the holy spirit may we have the ability to take that next step and may we breathe out whatever that's you know pulling us down and may we breathe in more of the holy spirit so he can change he can transform us his word which is inspired which has been through so many generations already will start doing something in our lives so that we'll be able to take the next step with boldness for those of you who have not experienced the holy spirit before i would ask if you would have an open heart and if you could just pray the simple prayer and say jesus you promised in your word that you will send your helper i leave my heart open please fill me with the holy spirit let him invade every area of my life so that you will be able to journey with me i would be able to listen to you i will be able to obey you and that's what our desire is that even as a church that we will be filled so that every direction that we are heading will just not be a random direction 
but it will be an intentional direction with the Holy Spirit. And my prayer is that this Holy Spirit who is inspiring will inspire all of us. All of us to take that next step. All of us to uh, take that next step where we will be confident in the Holy Spirit and be able to step into it confidently knowing that He is with us. And the second thing is that we'll be able to breathe out everything that is not of God out. We'll dispel it out and we'll breathe in life. We'll breathe in the promises of God. We'll breathe in the assurance what we get by following Jesus. And so church, can we commit this week into God's hands? A loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this beautiful time. Lord, even right now, I just pray that, Lord, we as a church will be filled with your spirit, Lord, again. Refresh us, Lord. I pray that, Lord, for those of us who already received the Holy Spirit, fan into flame, Lord Jesus, a spirit that will even shine brighter, Lord Jesus, that will even, Lord, eat up crevices and areas that are, Lord, so strong and we have our own ideas, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, take full control of our lives, Lord Jesus, right now. I pray that, Lord, you would walk into every area and that, Lord, we'll have faith, we'll have strength, we'll have, Lord, courage to face everything that's before us, Lord. I pray even right now, Lord Jesus, for each and every uh, church member who's watching, Lord Jesus, each and everyone who's watching, that, Lord, the food, their water will be blessed, Lord Jesus. I pray their homes will be blessed, Lord. I pray that, Lord, their families will be blessed, Lord Jesus. We just pray that, Holy Spirit, even right now, Lord, flood their homes, Lord Jesus, with peace, I pray that, Lord, every disturbing thing, Lord, that is there right now, Lord, disturbing them in their spirit, disturbing them, Lord Jesus, in some way or the other, that you would bring peace, Lord Jesus. I pray even right now for those who are waiting on that healing, that they'll have healing from above happen, Lord, right now. I pray for health, for strength over your children, Lord Jesus. We pray for protection in their going out and their coming in, that you would be with each and every one, Lord. Your hand be upon each and every one, that you would lead us and guide us. We thank you, Lord. We commit this coming week into your hands. Be with us, Lord Jesus. In your most holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. May the love of the Father, the grace of his only Son, Jesus Christ, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. We are so excited that about the series and we can't wait to actually even dive deeper in. And church, even as we get into this coming week, be expectant, even as it's Pentecost Sunday this coming week, our prayer is that the Holy Spirit will come into your homes, will come into each and every family member and will fill them and we'll see miracles happen, we'll see lives changed, we'll see God move in the midst of confusion and give us clarity and peace. God bless you all. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. To hear more messages like this, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you like what you are hearing, consider rating us, subscribing and even sharing it with friends. That would really help us. For more content from We Are Zion and to connect with us, go to wearezion.in. Remember, whoever finds Jesus, finds life.